Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Of congressional hearings. Oh, yeah, you're talking like Joy. stuff. I thought you were talking about nerd movie stuff or stuff. We did see Wonder Woman over the weekend. Oh, how was that? How was that? Amazing. Yeah, I want to see it. It is the first DC Comics movie that got it right since 78. That's what everybody's saying. Mm. Now, does that include like the Batman movies? Because I like the Nolan Batman. Yeah. And I didn't. I liked uh, Michael Keaton Batman. I liked Michael Keaton Batman. Okay, so I like Michael Keaton Batman after a time. But I don't think it was comic book. Um, I don't know. It, it, it strayed a little far from the source material. What did that come out in 89? The mm-hmm. first one, yeah. 12-year-old twelve year old Bob thought Batman was the most amazing shit he'd ever seen before in his yeah. whole life. I mm-hmm. had a problem with his 30, use of 39, guns. 39-year-old Bob still kind of feels that way sometimes, too. I think it's great. Uh, Batman didn't use any guns in that. The Batmobile had machine guns yeah. that he used to cut his way out. He blew up oh, a building that was yeah. full of people. He strafed the streets of Gotham with his Batwing. They all he fired lived. missiles. He was actively trying to kill the Joker. Uh, none of them missiles hit nobody. That was all shows. They were all duds. You got to think, though, it was a, a bit of a jarring transition for me because the previous version, live action version that I'd been watching had been Adam West. West yeah. So it, it was a bit, Ow. bit of a jump. So yeah. But I would say if you didn't have Batman, the Tim uh, Burton version, there never would have been Batman, the animated series. Right. Especially was, that's my favorite Batman. And if you look at the setting of Batman, the animated series, it's very closely tied to the like, the art direction and set design mm-hmm. of Tim Burton. So, cause it kind of took Batman in like a weird, like art deco kind of past future, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I don't know. I love, I love the Tim Batman. I, I think the uh, penguin one's really good. It's dark as shit, but it's still really enjoyable. Batman hey, the kills amazing. What in that one? Yep. He blasts the guy. He, uh, there's a guy shooting, the Batmobile comes in. The uh, exhaust is facing the guy. Oh, and he's, yeah. He's with the turbo boost and cooks yeah. him. Yeah, but I will say the penguin and that's pretty damn great. Oh, I can't yeah. imagine anybody but DeVito. When they announced DeVito, that was the same sensation I got years later when they announced uh, Tony Stark uh, being Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, I thought that was, that's good casting. I mean, the he Danny DeVito thing himself. is just like, yeah. yeah. He's, an, he's a short, fat asshole that walks like a penguin. Yeah, Got Robert, it. Robert Downey Jr. just had to like show up. <laughs> yeah. What do you need me to do? Wear a suit and be handsome? Got it. All right, let's yeah. do this. Oh, wait. This guy has a problem with uh, history of substance abuse and uh, sleeping with a lot of beautiful women. Hmm. Yeah, I think I might be able to pull it off. Yeah. And speaking of pulling it off, let's pull <laughs> off the uh, – the top of this beautiful uh, Deep Space Nine episode called The Collaborator. Collaborator. This is the 44th episode of Deep Space Nine. We're 44 episodes in? Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. That's insane. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We're doing pretty good. Uh, sorry about the two-week break. Um, I, I had in-laws in town. I had family in town. They came in uh, the day we were supposed to record. I thought that would have been a little rude to be like, all right, you guys just got here. Because they literally drove in and they got here at like 8 o'clock and be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go record a podcast. I'll see you later. So I thought that would have been rude. And then last week, because of the holiday, just totally threw my days off. So it's all yeah. on me that we haven't recorded in two weeks. I apologize. No, we got to catch up on uh, Twin, Peaks. Twin Peaks and American Gods. Mm-hmm. So nice. okay. How are both of those things? Very, excellent. very excellent. Very excellent. Now, is it as good as the collaborator? Mm. No, it's not. I bet it's not. It's probably not. I bet it is. Jenny sighs with like, I can't tell him. I, I don't want to be the asshole who disagrees with both of you. Well, but. see, I, I'm in this political mode. And, he's jerking uh, col- off to Yeah, collaborator. He's talking about deleted messages and, uh, you know, all these cover-ups and, yeah. and a foreign power choosing the next leader. It's just like, oh, my God. The story, a uh, uh, guy who wrote the story, Gary Holland, was right on, man. He knew all this stuff was going to happen, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Another, another case of DS9 being too close to, to world events, if you will. Way ahead of its time. Oh, Way. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it gets more spot on. It gets kind of scary how spot on it gets later. Well, does, is that, does that just mean things don't really change all that much, no matter how much they change, they don't kind of I don't know. Um, they they kind of got uh, – I don't want to – I'll get into it later. But it, right. there's there's some things that they, they uh, you know, like the heightened sense of security after terrorist attacks and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They definitely address those issues. So they came up with the coding system. Coke yeah. orange and all that yeah. shit. That's bad. That, that was that was the, yeah. where they blew it. That was the terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the the great episode where the terrorists uh, are attacking the station, and O'Brien's at Quarks and he's having a pint and he throws down his pint and he goes, "Fuck you, I'm Millwall." That's the, the that was the best story ever. That was such a great story. Uh, man, my wife was like, how does, how did he really, what if he really didn't do that? What if he just made it up? And I was like, I think someone would be around to cooperate that. But I mean, it yeah. sounds about right. Like drunken football hooliganism, saving, yeah. saving countless numbers of people. That's pretty amazing. Well, he's sitting there with his arms in uh, bandages or whatever on the bed yeah. and, and his friends, uh, he got stabbed. He got the, 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 well, they got him one of those magazines and it's the title is learn to run. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got the, you know, the people learning to jog or whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you need to learn to run, mate. It was, I thought it was great. So anywho, yeah. uh, this is the collaborator. Um, who wants to tell us what happened during the episode? Cause I, I forgot. I'm just kidding. I just don't feel like doing all that talking. Cause that, <laughs> okay. that, means, so, that means I never shut up. Yeah. If I hey. find, I'll look for my uh, phone machine and, uh, I learned the hard way. I'm really bad at doing that yeah. part of the, the notes. So I'm never doing it again. The notes are really hard because it takes, you kind of have to remember everything that happened or at least the, the high points, the high water marks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have to stop enough to let other people conversate about it. I can't do it because I just never stop talking. And then I feel like I just, I just dominate. And I don't well, the one time we tried to do it, like I was reading it off the screen and I just kept losing place of where I was. So yeah. it's like, I, I would just sit there and like, just do dead air while I, I was I, looking for the place where, it's okay. where I left it's off. Okay. I could edit all that stuff out, but you know, that, that'd be a lot of work. <sighs> Actually, I got a trick for that. I'll, I'll tell you later. Oh, there's tricks. Yeah. Word. Teach some tricks. 
Dang, so the I'm, episode. I'm going to need your help because uh, I'm doing another podcast. I'm going to need some of your uh, podcast magic. Yeah. What, what's that uh, podcast called? Uh, My Monster from Tokyo. Oh, we're doing the God- we're doing the Godzilla podcast. We're gonna watch and review Godzilla movies. Ben, if you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. You look, I I do love me some Godzilla. Oh, I figured it'd be fun. One of my favorite things, and Jenny can tell you this: like I, when Pacific Rim came out, Great, I was right? like an eight-year-old kid. Oh, yeah. that, that is my one. Like I'll get all snooty about comic book movies and shit, but if you give me giant fighting robots and Hang monsters. On. I got something for you. Is it? I want a you to preview I want, copy of. No, but I want you to grim too. I want you to buy this because I think you'll like it. We had this dude on the Word Bros podcast a couple nights ago. His name is Michael May, and he's the writer of uh, of a book called Kill All Monsters. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's it was a web comic that uh, got picked up by Dark Horse. So Dark Horse is oh, putting, wow. like a 360-page graphic novel of all these, all these, this collection of stories. It's about giant robots fighting giant monsters in a post, in a post-apocalyptic world. Sounds amazing. What's better than that? Nothing, and it looks great. Like we had him on; he was a really nice dude. So I'm trying. I'm telling everybody I know who th- I think would like this to get. I it. am liking that page right now. It's amazing. Like the guy was so nice. Like he looked like a. One of the, uh, like an almond brother, like he had this big bushy beard and this long hair, very nice dude. And he does a Star Trek podcast. Yeah. He does a Star Trek, Star Wars podcast. Like he talks about like all stars, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. He was really nice. It was, it's, it looks like a good book. I would definitely pick that up. His art style looks very familiar. That's done by Jason Copeland, uh, who is now the artist on a Judge Dread book at IDW. But it was very oh. cool. It was very cool. Very nice guy. Okay. Nice. So if you like robots and monsters, this is right up your alley. And if you yeah. don't, you're probably a communist. Yeah, if you don't like giant robots fighting giant monsters, then you're just an elitist asshole. And here's the thing is, I'm not picky. It doesn't have to be... Just like a straight up giant uh, robot, you know, it, it mm-hmm. like it this a uh, uh, self powered like transformer robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can be the 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 mecha. It can be the you know the whole piloted. Oh yeah, version. Totally. Yeah, that's totally like like, like that's you said. I prefer like, like you said in Pacific Rim. Did you see Kong? I've not seen Kong yet. Surprisingly good. I saw it uh, at like one of the dollar theaters here in town. I really enjoyed it. We uh, were th- we that was the one ride we skipped because Skull Island had just opened at Universal uh-huh. the ride, uh, and we skipped that ride so we could uh, go to Dinosaur Land or something, and that was a huge mistake. I would say, yeah, that, that kind of was. But Kong, yeah. Kong Skull Island was pretty enjoyable. If it come when it comes out on Blu-ray or whatever, I'd buy it. It was cool. Okay, I'll uh, stream that. And then I heard, we'll get back to Star Trek in a second. Right now we're talking about giant monsters. And then I heard that that Great Wall movie is a giant monster movie. That Matt Damon China film. What? Giant monsters. So I thought it was little monsters. I just. Swarming monsters. And I'm not a fan of swarming monsters. I just heard it was monsters, which makes it cooler. Mm Because I just thought it was a movie about a white guy who went to China. 
Exactly. Oh, no, I knew there were monsters involved. I just, I thought they were like swarms of monsters. I had no not, idea. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Because like the way the, the social media went nuts about like, oh, why does the white guy always got to come and take their show brown people how to live? And I was like, it's about fucking monsters. Who gives, like, once I found out that it was about monsters, I said, you know what? That argument's kind of dumb. <laughs> like, it, mm-hmm. it's about monsters. So I don't not know. like the monsters on Themyscira. Yeah, oh, I want to say I got those see monsters were men. Yeah, I got to see that movie Dude, real quick I, before we get into it. Age appropriate for a six year old? Can I take a six year old? Uh, how are you with six year olds on violence? Because it's in freaking World War One, so there's a lot of machine gun fire. Okay, but is it like gross and like bloody? Mm-hmm. Or no, just... that that's the thing. There's there's a lot of punching and stuff, but there's no blood. There's that, gun gunfire. But... Lots of gunfire. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's Wonder Woman. She's got bracelets for a reason. Yes, it looks amazing. There's a plane crash. I don't it, I don't know if it would cause anxiety for a six year old. I took the the twins, but they're thirteen. Okay. And they were like absolutely fine with it. Okay. But they play Call of Duty, so it's, you know. Okay, maybe I'll wait then, because I'll, yeah. I'll see it first, and then we'll go. But it looks really awesome. See, that was always the cool thing when, you know, you're doing the responsible parenting oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You get to see the movie twice. Just here for my kids. That's all. Yeah, I've got to watch this before. You know, I've got to make a decision, make sure that the kids, you know, be okay for the kids to see. And I will say all the toys for the movie Wonder Woman look amazing. Yeah. I want that sword. Now, are they, is, is, uh warner doing better than marvel i mean are they actually having a wonder woman action figure in the play sets no it's all men it's, it's all men yeah it's <laughs> steve trevor you know the star Fucking of uh, patriarchy it's just like the I, I thought that was so bs when the uh the one uh there's the plane play set and it would launch yeah. the motorcycle out the bottom of it uh-huh. like oh, that the scene avengers. from avengers yeah, and the scene in Avengers, Black Widow is the one yeah, who launches out. Yeah, but on the toy, it's Captain America. Yeah. I'm like, what? They don't even have it. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because boys won't buy a, a girl action figure. Yeah, right. And so I said the most awesome thing they saw was a couple of days after the movie, a kid was coming out of the comic book shop, a little boy, and he had a Wonder Woman headband, and he had that's a awesome. ha- handful of comics. Oh, that's cute. Like, yay. That's, yay. So there you go. All right. Wonder well, Woman uh... made my kid buy. Hey, man, Wonder Woman's awesome. Let's talk about Star Wars. Star Trek. Oh, wait, wrong show. Wrong Star show. Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Nerd fail. Yeah. Oh, Ben, the internet's going to go crazy about that. <laughs> they already went crazy on me. Did you see my, my yes, 42 tweet yes, uh, manifesto? Not, yes. <laughs> manifesto is a good way to put it. All about discovery, which you're, you're going to hate anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I explained why, though. I, I mean, if people... I think you have good reasons for not liking it. Yeah. But people seem to like just think that you just hated it just for the sake of hating it. And I don't. I, I think I, I I think I needed to express those forty-two tweets. <laughs> I think you could have got it down to like thirty. Yeah, Ben's long-winded though. <laughs> I am. And you know, I gotta say, when I rewatched the Discovery trailer, and I saw the Klingons. I gotta agree with you. Like they they did some weird shit with the Klingon faces. Yeah, they look like um like ants or something. They look weird, like it. They, yeah. So well, did, did Ben, weren't you talking about like they're gonna reshoot some of it and all that jazz? Like I didn't have time to read your ninety eight page 
Twitter rant. Well, no, it, well a lot of people were saying, I don't know why, you know, if, if you were so big on Brian Fuller and he left completed scripts for the entire first season that they're shooting, and it's like, well, no, they're not. When he left, he had all that mapped out for them for the first season, mm-hmm. but then they went back and changed it. Dicks. And then, like, they had been shooting, like, the first three episodes had uh-huh. already been shot. But then they forgot the order, so then none of the shows match, so it's all out of whack. No, no, but what they did is they had to stop production, like, complete, uh. you know, bring it all to a stop after the third episode and completely retool everything. Hmm. So just crazy stuff like that. But, yeah, I'd suggest go back to uh, my tweet stream if I you will. have it already. I'll check okay. It out. So now having watched American Gods, does it make you mad that he left Discovery or does it make you happy that he left so that he could pay attention to American Gods? Well, I'm glad I, here's the thing is I'm glad I have American Gods. I'm very happy for that, but it just makes me sad that we don't have that kind of talent working on Star Trek Discovery. Mm -hmm. Like even, uh, what's his name? Alex Kurtzman, Mm -hmm. who was one of the uh, people who brought us the Abomination Space Man 2009. You didn't have to mention it. I knew what you said when you meant the Abomination. Like the fact (laughs) that was redundant. That's redundancy, friend. Now you're just talking to hear yourself talk at that point. Well, even he has left the show. What? So, I mean, it's too bad for, for Jar Jar Abrams' trick, folks. Maybe he's just like, you know what, man? This just isn't worth it. Maybe trouble. it's too accurate for him. Maybe it's just not <laughs> worth it because he gets fucking yelled at all the time by people on the street. You ruined Star Trek! <laughs> like, I bet that happens. You know what? I bet that happens more often than not. I bet people just yell at him on the street for things. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I wrote a letter to uh, Jack Swords who wrote the uh, spot death scene. In uh, Rathacon? Rathacon. Yeah, when I was a little kid, Mm -hmm. I wrote a letter to him. Did you hear back from him? I did not. I'm sorry. (laughs) I did hear back from his attorneys, but that was a whole other case. Kids, you're a maniac. That was the stalking charges, right? Well, yeah, that was the, uh, you know, you can't come within 500 yards. Now, you had a problem with Spock's death scene in Rathacon? That was more of an emotional thing. That was a a little kid reacting. Why did you kill Spock? Yeah, that was not, you know, separating movie from uh, reality. And it's just because we all know why the needs of the many something something yeah i i I don't really watch star trek i that's the the (laughs) thing i just read the wikipedia stuff i'm i am so sorry but no last week that was the the big news was that it was the 35th anniversary of uh rathacon and that was the same day we saw wonder woman so the two best movies i've ever seen in my life i saw 35 years apart good yeah i thought it was good i don't know if i put it like top 10 of my time I'm, I'm going to start worshiping the greek pantheon and change right. my faith because of this movie right. okay that's it's that good anyway so uh cool vedic burrell <laughs> is uh tripping on uh, orbs yeah he's totally uh, as, he's tripping space balls straight up right <laughs> he's like dude i'm fucking seeing all kinds of shit like he walks in and there's a guy hanging from the the rafters at DS9. This is very, very creepy. It's a bad trip, man. Yeah, man that that like, was very uh, Star Trek 2-like, too. Yeah, and, like, and, and why, is, uh, why is Kira playing fucking handball with like an oven mitt? Well, it, she was dressed kind of, it was like, you know, she just came back from uh, 
rehearsals at Xanadu, the stage <laughs> performance. And then she's like, want to play? And, you know, it's like, what? With my pussy? What? <laughs> Actually, she was, she was a little weirder. She she held up the racquetballs. And she's like, want to play with my balls? And he's, and he's like, this is so yes. I, I have kinky. I have the most awkward boner right now. <laughs> and uh, sometimes those, to be fair, sometimes those are the best ones. They are. Yeah, like that, whoa, what is happening here? It's like when Miss Ferguson used to paddle me for being late to class. And so I was always late for class. She had that big oven mitt handball thing. So maybe, uh, maybe your man's in them. Mr. Space Dalai Lama was hoping he would get some spanky spanky. Yeah. What's his name? Burrell? Burrell. Burrell. And so uh, he gets her to help him uh, take down the uh, corpse yeah. dangling. And he recognizes the guy as uh, Prylar Beck. Yes. And the and, name doesn't really mean a lot to me. Not a thing. Point. Like, who is Prylar Beck? I don't and, know. And what's a Prylar? Are yes, they like friars? You know I got a feeling we're going to find out. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. He's dead. Great. I... Prylar Beck. Oh, he was in One Crazy Summer. He played Bobcat Goldswait's weird brother. I never watched that movie. You've never seen mm-hmm. one. He was in, he was also in Heartbreak Ridge. Saw that, yeah. He was the weird dude, like the the kind of okay gunny, like that guy. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was that dude. Um, he, died wow. of, he died of the AIDS. And he had zero really chance to act in this episode hmm. how did he get the aids well oh he was a home he was a homosexual okay no well that's okay. that's one way there you go. during he, the dark times of yeah. the 80s and 90s yes. yeah he was a homosexual and he got the aids and died all right he was also in an episode of golden girls so there you go Great show. Yes, great show indeed. So anyway. Here's the thing, though, is I didn't recognize, like, I didn't realize that he wasn't anything but just a generic Prylar. And so, like, through the episode when they were talking about his uh, involvement and all this stuff, I'm like, wait, who? who? Oh, what? that's the what? guy. It was like at the end of the episode, I finally pieced it together in my head and was like, oh, that's why the guy was hanging and showing up in all those scenes. It was the same guy. Yeah, well, they didn't really do a good job explaining that. Yeah, and so then uh, uh, Burrell, you know, finally uh, comes back to Earth out of his tripping, or yeah. back to Bajor, or back to DS Nine. Closes the, uh, the orb the, box and is all confused. Box. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool though if you just open a box and all of a sudden you just start tripping balls. Like, when is VR gonna do that? It's getting there. Have you seen the, the new MacBooks? Actually, uh, no, they. You, I'm in. You open up a box and then it's like you're on LSD and you're seeing all this crazy shit. Like they ain't like that, son. You, you didn't watch the uh, the worldwide developers conference. I got better things to do with my time. You should have watched it, man. They got the <laughs> VR app MacBox now. I got kids to raise. I did see that they added uh, cases for your stylus, which I thought was cute. They still plug in retarded. Yeah. But um, so now uh, we come back from the credits and Burrell's all shirtless staring out into space. He's got a nice yeah. physique, bro. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty, uh, you know, healthy for a, for a Vedic. Yeah, when he's, I mean, I didn't realize like he had to do all those pushups when you were a Vedic. He's, uh, he looks like he's in pretty good shape there. Well, doesn't he work in the gardens? 
Yeah, he does something or other. He works in the fucking sex farm because then the camera <laughs> yeah. pull, then the camera pulls out and Kira's behind him, which is weird because she'd be fucking. Why is she behind him? Well, if we've you know discussed it. You know, she's a little dominant. Yeah, but and, still, uh, though, like she, she every time though. I mean, I can understand every uh, once in a while. Well, like you said, she she likes to spank him. Every time though, she's like, "All right, I'm putting mm-hmm. the strap on again." He's like, "Really again? Come on, not again." Can I be on top this? Th- no. Nope. It's like, but baby, my asshole is raw. He's like, I don't shut care. up and <laughs> shut up and take it like take a man. It. Take it like a man, you Vedic. <laughs> but my anus hurts. Shut up, Vedic. You're gonna get it in the in the pooper. Mm. <laughs> and so then, uh, yeah, she's trying to tell you know, you know, you're supposed to be on vacation kind of thing. And he's like, "No, man, no, no I'm done. With I'm it. cool, man." I do notice that when they're alone, he do- his tone changes. Yeah, he's all he's a he's a little more loosey goosey. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't have to be a uh, a man of God. He can be a man of plug-in and, and peg-in, if you will. And uh, so, you know, we're building up to the election for Kai. Yes. To replace uh, Mommy from yes. uh, first season. The space Puerto Rican that got lost. Yeah, she lost in space, man. But she's not really lost. Like, she's just on the other side of the wormhole and they can't find her, right? Well, she's in the wormhole, isn't she? That's right. She lives in there or something weird. Happened. Yeah, it's yeah, some craziness. Did I miss that episode? No, I, was like, like, I, I don't remember. She's, I mean, a, she's part of the Forever War now. Kayapaka. Yeah. The ship Kaya. crashes. Kayapaka. Yeah. I honestly don't remember. Something happened I've to been drinking a lot. I mean, yeah, you should. <laughs> but, deserve, uh, so yeah. Burrell was like who she wanted to secede her. Yes. Like okay. Kaya was like, mm-hmm. no, I want Burrell to be the next guy. Yeah. And Vedic wins just a total bitch. And she's all like, well, I'm going to be the new Vedic because I got the best hat. Yeah. And they're all like, hey, lady, fuck you. But <laughs> doesn't really work out that way. You know, it's always just this, this jabbing between her and uh, between Vedic win and uh, what's the chick's name? Kira, yeah, Kira well, for, yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, Vedic Wynn tried to have Burrell assassinated on DS9. Like, yeah, I could see why there would be beef, and she even says as much. She's like, "Oh, I'll have to beef up the security," and she's like, "Oh no, I'll be fine." It's like, "No, because you're here, bitch. Because you gangster as fuck." It's like, <laughs> it's like Serge and I just walked into this motherfucking all this gangster shit's gonna start popping off because you show up. Like everybody's gonna start blasting each other. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't trying to protect you. We're no. trying to make sure everybody else protected because yeah. of you. You uh, you tripping, bitch. You're going to kill. You're going to try to cure everybody up in here. This, this, ain't, this ain't the BET uh, Rap Awards. We ain't doing this. ain't the Source Awards. We got to make sure everybody's safe. She's like the death row click back in the day. She gangsta. She gangster as fuck. And she's not stoked about Kira mouthing off to her either. I thought they were going to come to blows right there. I was hoping. Mm-hmm. Because Kira would take her. She would, she would fucking kill her. I don't know, man. The prophets. Depends on what the prophets have to say. Yeah. Depends yeah. on the prophets. And she, once again, Vedic Wynn does the, the whole thing of that, that religious church lady bullshit. That that's smarmy yeah. shit. That, yeah. that 
oh, well, I can see how somebody stupid like you would interpret the prophets wrong mm-hmm. and like that. Mm-hmm. The prophets are telling me to kick your ass right now, bitch. Oh, the prophets oh. are just telling me that, you know, you're not really all that important because you're a dummy. And that's what the prophet said. The prophet said you're a dummy. But God bless you or prophet bless you anyway. That's what the prophet said. You're a stupid idiot, so you're not going to be needed around here. Oh, but perhaps... Perhaps the prophets may need you after all, my child. Oh, I hate that my child. Yeah, I hate all. I hate everything she says. Mm -hmm. I mean, didn't, or it may have just been Jenny who said it while we were watching the episode, call me child one more fucking time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to punch you in your child face. Yeah. Knock that ugly hat right off your head. What is it? The the Sydney Sydney Opera Opera House House on your head. I hate you. She's so annoying, but I guess she's supposed to be like, yes, she's Mm -hmm. a great actress or she's been, or she's just really a a cunt in real life. And she's just been typecasted that way. Holy shit. I mean, I'm just saying she sucks. (laughs) Both. No, but it's, it's, I, I read. (laughs) I think Ben looked at me like, is it okay to say that word? (laughs) No, I looked at Jenny like, see what you've done. (laughs) (laughs) You've got, you've gotten a bob too. (laughs) It's like a cancer spreading. But um, no, I've always wanted, once I, I grew up and, and gained an appreciation for the, the, the talent that goes into things like this, I've wanted and regretted not being able to meet Louise Fletcher. Oh, she's to, amazing. Just to tell her, you are a phenomenal actress. Yeah. Because you make every role that you're in, you make me hate you in a new and exciting way. It's not like you know you're just a, a dick, and then I I hate you know hate you overall because that's easy to make me hate you. Yeah. But she finds new ways to just get under your skin and just dig, and yeah. you're just like, oh my god, what what nerve are are you grinding on? How are you able to do that nurse so rat- well? Nurse Ratchet, man, like that's it. She's it, just. Yeah, she has the same personality as like um Mrs. Umbridge in Harry Potter. Like she's that that teacher me. that that's, a, that's some nerdy yeah, shit. I, got you. I don't get it. She's that teacher that fucking got under your skin in school that like everybody has one teacher that you just hate that you wish you could go back in time and punch this person now yes. that you know you're you're old enough and you could kick their ass. Mm-hmm. She's I, that I person. actually wrote a book about that. <laughs> I know you did. So. I was speaking right to you, Ben. <laughs> so because everybody has that person that they they just hate, she kind of like taps into that. Yeah, but she does it. So it's like, did she study this? Is I mean, is this something that she just like, you know, talked to a psychologist and shit? And, and Possibly. It's like, how? what tones do I need to use? Or is she just such a great study of... of human character that she's like oh did she have that teacher or that doctor or something probably she's like i'm gonna guess her mom if i had a mom like this it it, oh my god you know that probably explains it like it might be her mom maybe her mom was a jerk I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to talk bad about her mother. I mean, I don't know. I'm just. I'm. Spe- I'm not. I'm not talking. Maybe about it, it could have been. It could have been a friend's mother. Ben, this is all speculation. See, I don't like when the doctor tries to use that on me. I'm sorry. I'll stop. So anyway, though, across the hall, an old uh, Bajoran dude's uh, walking down the promenade, and another Bajoran sees him and uh, does the whole "Hey, I know you." Yeah. 
kind of thing. And he's like, no, no, not him. I just got one of those faces. I'm not, not the war criminal. That is for damn sure. Not me. That's a war criminal. That doesn't sound like me at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just, I'm just an old man. Just, just an old man making his way through life. Just want to do old man stuff. That's all. uh, Just old man stuff. Nope. You're Kuba Soak and, uh, you were a collaborator with the Cardassians during the occupation. Yeah, that's not me. I don't know what you're talking about. Odo comes up and he's like, "Yep, yep, that's that's you." And uh, you know, the guy's like, "Hey, I just I was living on Cardassia, and I just want to to go in peace and come home." And Odo's like, "Yeah, well, welcome home. You're under arrest." Yeah, Boom. like I, th- I was like, "Wow, this is a really cool episode." I mean. We got a lot of stuff happening. I mean, we got the the Kai vote coming up. This dude is a collaborator who wants to return. I was like, who knows where this is going to go? This is crazy. This episode is bonkers. I don't know yeah, what's going to But then we come back and we find out that uh, Vedic Burrell has a private email server. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was sending emails on her Blackberry. Yeah. That's exactly kind of what happened. That's the easiest mm-hmm. way to describe it. Yeah. This guy's, so, a, this guy's a traitor. We come back from the commercial that doesn't exist, and uh, he's he's tripping on orbs again. Yeah, he's like, dude, I'm so fucking high, bro. This is the best box ever, man. Like, fuck, dude. And now he's all dressed up like the Kai, and everybody's like, the prophets have spoken. All blessings on the new Kai, man. Look at my fucking, look at the, look at the trails, bro. I'm fucking tripping space balls. So now he's, uh, you know, he's the new Kai and all of a sudden Kai Apaka shows up and she's like, you know, telling him how he's got to be strong and this, you know, more than ever. And then, uh, she says that the, the prophets, uh, that everything's like the prophets want it to be. And, uh, then all of a sudden wind shows up and tells him that, Oh, you got to be careful cause the Apaka's path is a narrow one. Yeah. So then that's when, uh, was it uh, Beck shows up with a box? Yes. And uh, he's like, hey, it's a gift from the prophets, man. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's and in the box? It's Morgan Freeman's head. What the fuck? This took a weird turn. Because <laughs> he wasn't really that popular. I was hoping it would be a dick in a box. That's Close. very crazy. It's a snake. It's a snake? It's a snake in a box. Snake in a box. What does this mean? What is he tripping? I'm so confused. What is happening? He wants to have gay sex with Odo, obviously. What? Oh. Put the snake in the box. Now it makes sense. He's tired of getting pegged. He wants to be on top now. Now, is that like, uh, is that a thing? Like for the, these dudes, for the the Kais and the, all this other stuff and the, and the other title that they have, they all have too many titles. Yeah. The no, this is, this is kind of a new thing. Are into, they like, well, they want to put snakes in boxes and stuff. This, this is kind of a, this is, One, this is surprising. You put a hole in the box Two, You put a snake in the box. And then the <laughs> snake will crawl out of the hole. And that was a huge mistake. <laughs> so step three, patch the hole in the box. Step Check four, get another. You shouldn't have put the hole in the box. <laughs> Step two, why did we put a snake in the hole? This doesn't make any sense. What's going Step three, do not put your hand in a... Why are you putting your hand in the box? We told you not to do that. 
Yeah, well, Kai's, they don't and when he reaches in to get the snake, he pulls it out, and then it gets racist because mm, it's it's a noose. You pull it out, and he, he's like, "Up, oh, it's a hangman's noose. Mm, Somebody's yeah. somebody wants you to die." Inappropriate. Inappropriate, even in the nineties. Yes, even in the nineties, wildly inappropriate. And that's when he comes out of his trip. Yes, because you know that, that's the kind of that's scary. That's the kind of shit that uh, snakes and, and nooses it kind of fucks up. A, yeah, a, like it'll mess trip. up yeah. your world, Jack. You just don't know what the hell's happening. Because he realized he was racist and it started to scare him, so he can back out. I'm a Trump supporter. How did that happen? What? What? No, that's too. No, I can't do that. It doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah, well, speaking of Trump supporters, old man Kubis, the collaborator. Yeah, the collaborator. Back in the uh, cell with uh, Odo. And he's like, I don't understand what happened, man. I just wanted to fucking sell out a bunch of fucking Bajorans and be rich and stuff. Like, no, I'm not a bad guy. No, I'm an old man. Look at me. (laughs) I'm just a frail old man. I couldn't hurt anyone. I couldn't sign death warrants for people. I can barely lift my old hand. Look, it looks like a cloth. Arthritis. I can't even hold a pen to sign a death warrant. You're doing that on your own, buddy. Your hands were fine when they came in. What are you talking about? No, look at my hand. Uh, it's 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 on the wait which hand do i write i'm right-handed it's this hand actually i don't even remember what hand i write with because i'm so old and decrepit no I, not I, me i'm i'm like your mom's uh chair that she keeps in the corner there that has sentimental value but isn't of much use because it's so old and broken so old it's and me. broken and collaborate <laughs> yeah so uh plot twist the chair is really odo <gasps> Dun 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 dun. Dude, that shit's hot. So that's the episode right there. Sign it off. Sign off. <laughs> that's it. Give it a nine. Chair is Odo. <laughs> Shut her down, boys. I tell you what, man. These things just write themselves. <laughs> uh, what if they I, ended every episode of DS Nine with someone accidentally sitting on Odo chair? Like, yep. like a Scooby Doo episode. You know, that's gotcha. the thing. Like every episode, like in some of the old shows, when they do the freeze frame. Yeah, you well, know, somebody be. somebody makes a joke, everybody laughs, and then it freeze frames, and that's what it should do. Every episode, somebody sits, goes to sit down in a different place. It's Odo. Ah! Well, they used to do that on the original series. Like the three of them would just be hanging around Kirk's chair, right? And have that like, and you'd be like, well, there's always the whole thing where it's like, I don't understand your actions, Captain. Well, Spock, that's because you're a stupid alien. <laughs> that's because you don't have emotions. It's because you're a Jew. What? what? But, Captain, so are you. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> when the hell did this happen? McCoy was the only goy on the ship. What? Now, did we skip the one scene with, uh, with Wynn and Cisco? together where they're having their conversation in cisco's office no that's coming up okay all right i want to make sure we talk about that yeah so meanwhile i mean while he's in the cell you know odo is just breaking down you know it's like hey here's how you collaborated you know all these people that died and this you know bullshit government that the cardassians put in place just to legitimize killing people and uh well collaborator is one of those trigger words that as soon as you hear the word collaborator you automatically hear nazi like that's just the way my brain works nazi collaborator so this guy sucks Mm -hmm. like he just you know and i think the cardassians are a good stand-in for the nazis i'd say so yeah yeah but uh 
So is it okay to punch a Cardassian? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm just making sure. Well, it depends on where in the timeline you are. Okay. Like, I'm not going to punch, like, your standard... Like, I'm not going to meet Angela Merkel and punch... Well, she's just a German. She's, she's a, a German. Nazi. But now a Nazi, yeah. But see, that's the thing is there's not a, you know... When is there a good time to... I mean, when are Cardassians not shit heels? They always kind of say... No, because, they're, no, because there's, there's civilian Cardassians. The average Cardassians, really, okay. Yeah, we haven't seen those yet. Yeah, but but there, there are... In my in my mind, they don't even exist. Like I look at them very like monolithically. Like they're they're an entire race of warring dickheads. Yeah. Like that are cult, that are that are mean and nasty and will do anything yeah. to kind of get ahead. And like I don't see them as just like that's just a Cardassian dude that runs a bookstore. You know what I mean? Because even the right. one guy, even the one guy who's a tailor is a spy. You know yeah. Well, that's because he read that Tinker Tailor something spy. Yes, he, you know, he got. Yeah. He, he, he got confused. Literally. Exactly. He thought that's how humans would accept him. Yeah. He was either going to be a tinker or a tailor, and they already had uh, O'Brien. Yeah, so I didn't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, tinker, he's the tinker. What? That's perfect O'Brien impersonation. Oh, I'm stupid. Take me with you. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't really understand. I don't get the idea that Cardassians aren't shitheads. Like, they're just all yeah. dicks to me. They're well, all- you haven't really, like I said, you haven't really seen Cardassians that aren't military. Have we even been to the Cardassian homeworld yet, the planet? Have we I seen I don't it? think so. I think we've only gone to uh, Cardassian colonies and yeah, off-world. we've never seen, and they're dicks, they're all dicks there. Well, that because they're all like okay. So the guy that we meet on the the colony recently was you know former leader of the Obsidian Order. Yeah, that's what which I'm is saying. like those are the not those are the Gestapo. Those are yeah. the SS. Those are that's the, what I'm saying. But I mean, like even the Cardassians yeah. from TNG that we saw on like the space Indian planet, they're all dicks. And well, like, they, again, they were the 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 soldiers. They weren't. I don't know, man. Yeah, we got to find them? the civilians. I don't think they have any. I think they're all just soldiers. No, no they're civilians because that's the thing. There's the one guy who. Uh, there's one. There's one guy. <laughs> well, no, that we've seen so far that uh, Gaul Dukat was trying to uh, fuck up his military career or his uh, political career uh-huh. because uh, like he look, had the uh, orphan kid that they found that was being right, raised right. by the Bajoran yeah. family. A politicians probably not the best example either because they tend to be shitbags. They're shitbags too, but still they're civilians and there's a disparity between the civilian yeah. government and the military government. But I mean, so at some point... Like there's, he's not enough of a dick. Yeah. All right, what were we going to say, Jenny? At some point, like, when these two planets are at war, mm-hmm. it's pretty much everybody a soldier. Because, like, it? Bajor was kind of like that. It seems like everybody was just at war. But see, the the Bajoran military, I mean, the Bajoran uh, resistance was trying to get them out. And so, yeah, they're all freedom fighters or whatever, or collaborators, we're finding out. But then you've also got uh, back on Cardassia, we found out from the, the orphan Cardassia kid episode that, um, you know, the civilian government made the military pull out from Bajor. He uh-huh. said pull out. Gold <laughs> didn't want to give it up. You know, so he's still pissed off about that. Pull out. But he gave it up. That he had to pull out. Pull out. <laughs> Say it again, Ben. We'll pull out of this conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> it's amazing. You just keep pulling out. So, uh, so, 
Okay, so so Kyle Schwarber hit a solo home run at the bottom of the seventh, and the Cubs still traded the Marlins six to four. Yeah. Um, that's that's why we'll stop occasionally because that pops up on the phone. Okay. The uh, the whole thing though, um, what is it? What's his name? Uh, Kubis, the old man, wants to you know just let me go home. I just want to get home. Yeah, and uh, Kira's like. Fuck no. Yeah, you, can, you, know, you killed so many people. Pretty much everybody who was uh, part of the Bajoran occupational government. You killed them all. They're, they're all war criminals and you're all exiled. Yeah. And this dude's name was fourth on the list. Yeah. So, you know, she's like, and you guys got off too easy. You, you know, drag you out in the street and shoot you in the neck or something. Damn. But she, yeah, uh, she's not a fan. She wants this guy dead immediately. Yeah. So... You know, her thing is like, if, you know, we let you set foot on Bajor, that's going to dishonor the memory of every Bajoran who died in the mines. I hate you. So then we cut to uh, Cisco's office, yes. having a nice visit with uh, Vedic Wynn. This is a very strange scene. Yeah. You know, and, and she's all like, oh, well, you know, our relationship's not as it should be. I part of me thinks they Let's might kiss. They may have banged at some point because just ten minutes before this scene, Cisco in his like if <laughs> I tweeted this last night on the Dork Trek Twitter and I tweet very little with Dork Trek, um, Cisco is having one conversation is in his head when you watch this scene, mm-hmm. and she's having another, and he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> he's <laughs> like very sexy, and it's like this doesn't call for that, like. She thinks you're a shit heel who is trying to destroy her planet right. and, and your regime and your people and the Federation is evil. And Cisco's like, I think she wants to have sex with me. I think she, like, I just don't get Cisco. Like I don't get him. The more I see him, the less I understand of him. Does that make sense? I think he thinks everybody wants to have sex with him. Yeah. Or he's That's just, because. Like he needs to get P tested. I think. Oh, he's high AF most of the time. I just, I don't get him. Like, is it just me? Like, I don't understand the choices that the actor Avery Brooks makes when dealing with Cisco. And I feel like the less he's in episodes, the weirder he is. Like, he I stands think he, makes out. It, he makes it count. Wasn't it Haley that was saying something about that? She said that he always looks like a bad guy when he's on screen. But he's only on for a few minutes. Yeah. So he makes the most of it. Like if it's a Cisco episode and he's the focal point, not so much, but if he's just like a bit player in an episode, he's just a weirdo. Like you're just like, what? It's like he takes all the weird from the entire episode that he's not in (laughs) and just condenses it down into into one little pile of weird. Two minutes worth of just ultra weird. A little condensed ball of weird. I'm I'm not in this episode, but I'm going to make sure people remember me. So he's just, yes, I (laughs) whatever could it be your talk? like i think what happens is the episodes he's not in he's just sitting in his trailer eating peyote and they're like um uh, avery we need you on set please and he's like sure talking hammer face and he's like what the <laughs> man, fuck? What? avery's on acid again everybody just be ready <laughs> he was actually the inspiration for all the hallucinations at the beginning yeah like it's really weird he's sitting there and he's got the prop for the uh orb and he's just sitting there staring at it. And they're like, dude, it's not real. It's not. I don't know, man. 
I see it. You eat some of these mushrooms, it'll be real. Come here, man. <laughs> it's like on mescaline or something. It's just really strange. And again, it only again, I think it only happens in the ones he's not featured in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because remember that one episode where he was like, well, they were talking. He was talking about having sex or whatever, and he just looked like a total maniac. Like his, oh, yes, and he's just a weirdo. He's a I, he, <laughs> Avery Brooks is a weirdo. Yeah. And I guarantee that's why, that's why he's not a captain. I always thought it was race, but it's because he's a maniac. <laughs> they no. probably put him out there because he just freaks everybody out all the time. <laughs> Could be. So, uh, Cisco, uh, yeah, he's asking her, hey, you know, you used to be saying I came here, you know, I was sent here to destroy Bay Jordan. Now you want to be friends. And she's talking like she wants him to, well, you know what? You should come to the Vedic Assembly with me. And uh, this week and, and before the election, and since you're the emissary and everybody loves you, you, you should come out and, and just, you know, let me tell everybody how great you are. She's looking for a token black friend, I think. Yes. Well, no, she's looking for the token emissary friend is what she's looking for. Yeah, she wants, she wants some help. She needs some help. It's going to make her look good if she has a public appearance with him. And, of course, Cisco sees right through that. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's an internal matter. We- yeah, I'm good. No, I don't really want to <laughs> talk to you. Like, I kind of I kind of hate you. I, I don't want to be seen in public with you unless you're in handcuffs and it's like a perp walk and I'm you, putting you in prison. You totally tried to have someone killed on my base. Like, yeah, you're not the coolest person ever. Pretty sure you may have had tried to have me killed. I, we just can't can't prove it yeah so yeah yeah so he's like you know what week after the election come you know get with me we'll we'll be all right we'll uh we'll, we'll have the uh, uh i'll come down and have the little meet and greet with you week after she's like oh well you know well, and that's that you're a piece of shit yeah meanwhile uh odo uh contacts uh Kira and to tell her that, uh, yeah, old collaborator dude, he's about to leave. And she's like, what the fuck? No, no, yeah, I told uh, stay in his damn cell. He crazy. Vedic Wind done gave him sanctuary. Oh, snap. How does, how does, Vedic, how does she have that kind of pull is what I want to know. And she banging that guy. She's banging that guy. She's oh, banging God. the collaborator? Well, probably him too. But uh, the uh, what's his? I can't remember his name. I'm horrible with names on this show, especially the guy. Odo. No, the guy that's he's uh he's on the planet. Of the general. Yeah, probably oh, him. I don't think so. No, you're thinking She's of uh, the minister guy, the the uh, Whoopi Goldberg's husband, ex-husband. Is that who it was? That was the guy. Yeah, he's he he was part of the circle. He did. The circle of life. Yeah, it can't be. Doesn't mean she stopped banging him. She can be fucking a dead guy. She she probably is, but he ain't got as much political power now. <laughs> no, now he's just dead. She's she's just doing it now to get her rocks off because she's a maniac. Yeah, so we come to find out that, you know, would Kira immediately tells Dax, hey, lock it down. They don't get to leave. And then she's trying to clear up what, you know, happened with uh Vedic Wynn. And she came in. She you know, Odo said yes, yeah. she came in, she talked to him for about ten minutes. And then she uh, got on the computer. God damn this stupid idiot. That's what checks some shit. This lady's a dumbass. And then she contacted the uh, government and uh, told him that she was going to give him sanctuary. And she could do that. She's, she's a Vedic. She's a high ranking Vedic. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, that's, I mean, you know, the church can give you sanctuary. Can't they? 
not to a dude like this. I mean, this just uh, this is very strange to me. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like well, it one bit. Well, they want to, you know, they log in, you know, and, and check her browser history, and they find out that she was looking up information about Prylar Beck, mm-hmm. and he'd been the uh, liaison between the Vedic Assembly and the Cardassians, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he was a known associate of Kubis. Mm-hmm. And then Kira says for uh, Odo to check whether she accessed any information on the Kendra Valley massacre. Mm-hmm. And she did. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, maybe uh, Kubis told Wynn something new about it. And then she's like, she don't know what it could be because the massacre was where 42 uh, resistance people died, including uh, Kaya Paka's son. Mm-hmm. And it's because Beck had given the Cardassians the location of their little uh, resistance cell. I'm at your boy. How is this happening? This is crazy. But then Beck uh, went ahead and hung himself on the promenade mm-hmm. and left a suicide note when he explained all the shit that he did. Oh, God, it's a suicide. Yeah. This is, this is already getting to be too much for me, baby. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Girl. Mm. So then, uh, so then, uh, when she comes back and she sees Kira and I she's like, yeah, we, girl. you know what else is really good too? Like, like a well-placed word. Like, yes- <laughs> like yesterday, my wife was having a, a meeting with some of the Girl Scouts. She has like, she is, she and two other mothers are like the Girl Scout troop leaders for Sophie's little Girl Scout thing at school. And they were watching some stupid webinar about what they're going to learn this year. And, uh, one of the things she was saying something like, and and a well-placed, you know, fundraiser can really teach the girls about responsibility and team building. And I just walked out of the room and went, word, and they all laughed. Like, because a well-placed like, question in the form of word it just gets you every time. Like, it's, it's guaranteed. Try it at a meeting or something if you're listening to this. Like, someone's saying something really serious and it's a question, but it's a hypothetical question. Or maybe it's just something... You know, you'll you'll know, you'll know, you'll you'll feel it and just go. You need to lighten the mood a little yeah, bit, maybe. Just go, Word, and then everybody go. It's very funny. <laughs> See, my thing is I can't do that anymore because of our old thing with staff meetings. Staff meeting. And and when we started, you know, when I made manager and I started having to sit in at uh, a lot of the actual staff meetings that we have. Staff meeting. And I would do that, and I would have the finger, and you know, do the staff meeting. <laughs> And uh, people would get... God damn it, McCormick. Pretty much. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck are Well, you didn't doing? you have somebody that worked with you that listened that's, to the show? That's that- when they uh, realized, because the, somebody had said, oh, hey, it's time for the, uh, the, the department meeting. And I went, staff meeting? And the <laughs> guy immediately was like, why? Hey. <laughs> you're that I, then. Oh, I know you. Uh, so that you was- outed yourself then is what you're saying. Huh? Yeah. That was a little weird. Staff he doesn't work meeting? With, he doesn't work with us anymore. I That's got him good. fired. Whoa. Yeah, you got him I was like, whoa, a fan can't have a fan at my place of business. All right, Kai McCormick. Yep. Kai McCormick. Everybody well, no, I, I did the King David. I, I sent him down to the front lines and, and banged his wife. So, whoa. Hey, whoa. now. Hey, now. It's good work if you do that. It's good work if you can get it. Hey now, hey now. No, I, was just, I was reading that section of the King David story lately. Anyway, no, you totally so, should. Uh, that, man. If you could get away with that, man, you totally should. No. Be like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to bang your old, your old lady. 
And then Jenny's going to beat me to death with no, the microphone. Man, this, so is, this is not real, Jenny. I mean, this is a... It's, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. It's yeah, that's a bit. Just like when I beat him to death with the microphone. It's yeah. just a bit. Who's laughing now, Jew? <laughs> Whoa! That's how, that's how it is? Uh, what? Who's laughing now, Jew? Yeah. I wouldn't say anything like that. I don't think Jenny wouldn't say something like that. Like she says that now while we're we're being intimate. Um, oh, well, that's, that's like the that's, that's the turn you on, bro. It is. Oh, he's getting pegged. That that's usually Whoa, hey that's, that's the trigger word that it's hey okay now. to finish. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> Who's laughing now, Jew? Who oh, is laughing now? I like. I'm, I'm getting a little chubby right now. Just yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's triggered. That's what we're talking about. Uncomfortable boners. Just got one. <laughs> Just, just right there. Hey now. So, uh, yeah. So you know, when is like, hey, you know, it's it's time you let us go. Got to get my shit out of here. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do some security sweeps because you know he's kind of a high profile criminal. So there might be a, you know terrorist activities. So we're going to do a sweep, and it can you know take a couple of weeks, maybe. And of course, it's like the real reason is because, you know, we're holding this guy back. And uh, when then reveals that, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I give him sanctuary and he's going to give us the name of the man who's actually responsible for the Kinder Valley massacre. And she's like, what? No, man, we know who did that. Daddy. Yeah, yeah here we go. Here nope. we go. It, it, uh, yeah, we all know it was Beck that revealed the location, mm-hmm. but Burrell ordered him to do it. What? what? Oh shit! No, I don't believe that for a second. That's some that's yeah. some bull caca. Yeah, Kira's pissed off. I don't believe this. Yeah, me neither. You know, her her bay is not the traitor. No, and that's she said. Like I'm in. I love this man. I love him. I'd be in love with this dude. He can't be. This can't be the case. Oh, and she's p- like, "Oh no, child! I, you know, he obviously, you know, the collaborator's a traitor, child. Obviously, and, you tra- and and I don't believe anything he's saying. But we can't risk having a, a collaborator become the next Kai because it would just ruin everything. It would destroy our faith. And but our the thing is, like, that- she wants to be the next Kai, but she tried to have this dude murdered." On DS9, but nobody brings that part up, which I find Mm-mm. strange. Yeah. No. Well, there's no proof. And this is, this is just a power grab. Power, fucking cash grabs, power grabs. Why is it always got to be grabs? With this People story? grabbing shit. They got to be grabbing my junk. Hey. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm happy for the action, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe not so much grabby as, you know, gentle fondling of power. Yeah. Maybe like a, maybe a light caress. A, a, ca- a, care- a cash caress and a uh, power fondle. Yeah, a power fondle. I could go for a good power fondle. That, I'm not, that, that should be the new thing. A I, power I, fondle. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, the power forward on the team. This yes, is a power fondle. I would love a power fondle. Hmm. Now, would you take a power fondle from a power forward? Uh, maybe. I mean, they've got those hands that they can... You know, sometimes, you know, beggars can't be choosy is what I'm saying. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> put on a nice episode of DS9 and power fondle yourself. Just I mean, power fondle. Does that count? Desperate yeah, yeah, it always counts. It's a power mean, fondle. Now you're just, I mean, I mean, come on. Right. You're, just, you're just splitting hairs here, Ben. It always counts. 
so uh, go back in time. What? Power fondle yourself. Power fondle yourself. And you're not gay. You're just experimenting with you. See, you guys have gone both ways on this. I know. <laughs> it, 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 it's very Freezing. Helpful. I just had it to throw you off so you don't know what to make of it. Like, should, is it okay? Am I, is it gay or is it masturbation? This is a I trap, think? right? You're trying yes. to get him to like screw himself. And then and be like, ha ha, I gotcha. No, and which is there? There's no trick. If I am able to time travel, <laughs> the two bins are going to hook up. That is an established canon fact. The two bins are going to hook up. My two bins. <laughs> and then there may be some three-way action. It just, yeah. You know, what are we up to that weekend? Dun 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 dun. Kids are probably visiting that weekend. I, I love myself, and then I love myself. I love myself. I want you to love me when I feel down. I want you to go back in time and have sex with me. When I, <laughs> I mean, I can disappoint I you twice as hard now. Anybody amazing. Else. It is amazing. When I, mean, I think about you, I have sex with myself, but I'm not gay because it's me, and it's pretty cool, I guess. Oh, I'm just surprised how many of that. And I remember a lot more of those words than I thought. I, I, was, I, was, I was shocked. Um, yeah. But I may have listened to that song several, several times. Was it the remix? No, but I was doing inappropriate things yeah. while listening to it because I thought it was kind of hot. And when I thought about her touching herself, I thought about me touching myself, and then uh, I did. Now, but what if you touched yourself and then went back in time and then masturbated with yourself? What if I masturbated in front of myself? Yeah, I was just going to say that. What if you just jerked off in front of yourself? Would that be weird? Now, well, Boat race yourself. Does, does my past <laughs> self get off on watching me get off in the past? Yes. Come on, we all know the answers to that question. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know because I, I'm really not that talented, and I could see disappointing myself just as much as I disappoint you. So oh God, was... am I dumb? Sad. <laughs> sad. It's you know I'm just doing it for the experience at that point with the time travel. It's just like yeah, look, it's let's science. just get this over with. If one of us turns to jelly and disappears because of some kind of t- temporal vortex thing, that's so be ter- it. Uh, that's that would be crazy. That's a risk you got to take. It's, that's it a is. risk that you have to take for science. For science or masturbation. Screw science. And then there's going to be the argument of you know who's the bottom. You are. Well, yeah, but which you and you know past or present, and then All it's just like. And then there turns into this little, you know, it's like, well, I'm kind of not into that. Why, why don't you do? And it's like, well, obviously, <laughs> if I'm not into that, you're not into that. And Somebody's got to be. You can just 69 yourself and get it over. Yeah. It's just, it's, just it's, it's going to, uh, you know, do we yell into each other's assholes to see if there's an echo? I mean, it, what do we? Yes, that's exactly what you do. Anyway. Is that even. What? <laughs> what? Oh. I don't want to know. Uh, you know what? I I call off this three way thing. I'm done. No. <laughs> Yell into each other's asshole to see if there's an echo. Echo, echo. See, I poop out of my butt into your butt, <laughs> and then you poop that same poop back into my butt, and then we poop the same poop back and forth. What if I just put a carrot in your butt and make That's... poop come out your mouth? Hey, now this is getting kind of kinky. <laughs> This it's, is what happens when Dennis isn't around. It's yeah. dark trick after dark. Yeah. It's always dark. after dark. 
Dork trick in your butt. <laughs> it's not always after dark because we used to record in the daytime sometimes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need to re- probably move the recording back to 10 if that's okay because summertime is fucking up my stuff and uh, the kids don't go to bed to like 8, 45, 9 o'clock now. I was going to say it doesn't get to like dusk or sunset until 9 o'clock, does yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty tough. <laughs> it's, long, it's fine as long as I can just fall asleep halfway through the show. Yeah, you know, for the Jenny, you can take the summer off if you want to. And we, when we come back at 9.30, that'd be fine. Because I knew half the time you're, um, wake, wake. you're like a kid in science class. <laughs> no, it, it was time travel sex. <laughs> when are they going to stop talking? I want to go to bed. Boat race. I'm Boat. so drunk. <laughs> Just wake up. Docking. Docking. Fine. Did I miss a staff meeting? What? Steph? I will say this. this is, I was telling Stephanie this last night when we were watching this because, I mean, like, you've got Kira yelling at a guy who killed 72 people or however many it was and yeah. yada, yada, yada. This show is a lot more serious than TNG. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's got it's very heavy tones. Dark and gritty. Yeah. yeah, it is. This is the dark and gritty Star Trek. That was where uh, Cash Grab Guy said it went off the rails. Was DS9 was what started the, the trend toward the darker, grittier, away from Gene's vision type thing. I don't think it's necessarily bad. I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's clearly a darker version of, because I mean, think everybody on the show's killed people. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it's very kind of real deal. Holyfield thing. They, well, I think right now, Jake and Nog are the only people who haven't actually killed anybody yet. Yeah, that we know of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean he. I mean Jake could have blasted uh, a Borg at some point. No, not yet. Not during, yet during the war. You killed my mom. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. So and now I'm gonna kill you. And then Vedic Wynn shows up and she's like, "Smoke that fool!" Yeah, bang, 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 and then gets all gangsta shit. He probably so, killed a Dabo girl. Yeah, he probably like because she Threw laughed out the at, airlock. He laughed because he didn't have any pubes, and then he fucking killed the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do see Quark in this episode because we haven't got that far yet. Yeah, so coming up, I mean, Quark uh, steals the show as usual. He uh, goes Snowden, right? Or uh, yeah, what's he, his name? He does. He's got to do some uh, some hacking. He did. He it's a fringy hackers. Yep, and throwing he's the great. election. Uh, payday is my <laughs> least favorite day. <laughs> I love so it. yeah, uh, Kira uh, questions uh, collaborator, and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, Peck was going to confess, but then Burrell made him not confess, and so since he couldn't live with the guilt, he killed himself." Yeah, and she's and, like, "I don't mean shit." Yeah, but then when she questions the uh, emails, bro, emails. She she questions uh, Burrell and Burrell's like, oh yeah, I totally did that. Can't talk about it. I did visit him, but I can't talk about it because you know that whole confession Classified. thing. Yeah, I can't do it. But then uh, Odo, you know, she goes and talks to Odo, and it's like, hey, you know, I need to check up on the communications. But it's like, yeah, that shit got deleted from. You know, when the Cardassians left, they deleted all their emails off the station. Who deleted the emails? Lock them up. Lock, Lock them, them up. up. Drain the swamp. <laughs> Drain Bajor. Drain then, uh, Bajor. Drain the Kai. Drain the Kai's balls by massaging his prostate. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so then uh, Odo logs into the, the records on the other side. And they all the sealed, server. baby. They sealed. Yeah. And it's like, shoot, only a Vedic can do that. So, you know, we or, know two Vedics. Which one's the uh, one doing all this? Which one's the bad guy? I think we know. We need somebody who can hack some emails. And Putin's busy, so we get Odo. Next best thing. We get Odo. <laughs> And so, yeah, Mr. I Hate Payday. Um, that was that was great. That part was really funny. Yeah, I like that though, when he pays her. Payday. And then when he, lo- he looks up and he sees Odo and Kira and he's like, you know, whatever she told you, I didn't do it. Yeah, I love Odo. I mean, I love Odo and I love Quark. Quark makes yeah, it. I, I kind of like Odo and Quark in small doses, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be the primary thing. I just like, you know, it's like seasoning. It's like, I hear you. I, I don't like Ode Bay in excess, but just. You know, just a taste of it every now and again. I don't want to get a big mouthful of it. All right. Fair like enough. He's criticizing the food that I made earlier. No, no, no. Right but that, that is, uh, I wasn't <laughs> intending for it to be, but now that you brought it up, yeah. Was, I mean, you're wrong, but fair enough. So you'd like, see, now if it was the Odo and Quark uh, Odd Couple uh, remix that we were talking about. Yes, I'd watch mm-hmm. the shit out of that. I would watch that too. I mean, we uh, watched scenes from the new Odd Couple with oh, uh, Matthew Perry why. and... I because he holds the TV hostage. It got canceled already. It did, and thank God for it. Yeah, it was horrible. And then Matthew Perry is Oscar. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that show looked. As soon as I saw that, I was like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> we we uh, logged. It. We haven't paid for CBS All Access, but it's on the computer machine. Okay. And so we looked into it, and it was like, oh, you can watch free clips. And that was one of the free clips. And I'm like, eh, nope. Yeah, it just looks shitty. Like, that's, I mean, it just looks bad. Yeah. It was. So then they, (laughs) uh, no, it uh, It was. Yeah. So Odo uh, hacks the emails for him and uh, sends him away. And so Kira and Odo out there are looking at where Beck hung himself and they're talking about it. Dang, what happened? I hear this dude would be dead, yo. Yeah, and he, he's a good guy, but, uh, you know, did some crazy shit. I mean, we all do crazy shit. And then uh, Quark, you know, says, hey, yo, I was able to get through the security seals and I see who uh, erased all the logs because the retina scan they used to log in. A retina and we, scan. Uh-oh. And so we look at the retina scan, the camera pulls back, and it's Vedic Burrell. Oh, snap. He done did it. And his, you know, all the computers apparently used the Chicago font that was standard on Macs back in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, But he did of it. Course. It's all him. He, 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 he did it. He's the traitor. Dun, 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 Lock dun, him dun. up. Lock, Lock him, him up. up. Lock and him so up. then uh, Chief O'Brien's helping Kira to drain his balls. Drain his balls. Massage the prostate. Massage the prostate. <laughs> Doesn't really go with the three beat, but whatever. Massage prostate. Massage prostate. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh. Music. Um, so Chief O'Brien's helping Kira find a way to undelete the logs. Yeah. And uh, their explanation of how, you know, data remnants, it, it's kind of cute looking back at it now with, you know, 30 years of computer technology behind me. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. We, we had no clue how computers worked in the 90s. No. Just no clue. No clue. But it's, it's one of those things where they can, uh, you know, they can piece it together. 
And so, you know, well, she or I mean, and, and Wynn already knows what's up. Like, yeah, she's like, yep, because he talks to her and he's like, I don't understand. Like, why? He's like, because I blah, blah, blah. People were going to die. And I had to save them. Twelve hundred innocent people would be dead if not for me. Yeah. Drain my balls. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, you know, Burrell had another uh, tripping balls experience with the orb. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing Beck, and Beck's like, you know, I trusted you and you let me die. You killed me, man. Hey, you, so, get your damn hands off her. <laughs> he's dead. And then Kira comes in and stabs him in the heart. Da da da. I killed you. So, uh, yeah, Burrell's like, hey, man, you know, the truth isn't always that easy to recognize. And so. Now you did. Yeah. Now so he did. told about the 1,200 people that uh, they were going to kill, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everybody uh, leaves and whatnot. Win uh, congratulates. Uh, hey, congratulations, kid, for a job well done. And Burrell pulled out of the race. Yep, and uh, pulled out. Pulled out. I'm gonna pull out. Hey, you know whoever is chosen tomorrow, the new Kai's gonna owe you a debt of gratitude. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got. Sometimes you got to pull out. So then, back on Bajor, Kira's waiting outside uh, of the. Uh, the Vedic's hall mm-hmm. and all the pilars come out with new Kai win. So she's the new uh, space Pope. Yeah, of she's, course she she's is. the boss. It all worked out. Even though again, she did try to kill somebody, which seems kind of weird, but what do mm-hmm. I know? And then once uh, everybody's gone, Vedic Baral comes out and uh, Kira figures out the truth though. And that uh, it's all a front. She uh, checked out all the transit files and all the stuff around the Kendra massacre, Kendra Valley massacre. And uh, during the time in question, he was on a retreat at a monastery and he had no contact with anybody. So he couldn't have been involved. in. There's any of no this. way you did this. No way. And uh, she, he's trying to shut her up because he's like, oh, you don't want to go down this path. Don't talk about this. Who shit. would you protect? Who could it have been? Who did you love more than Bajor and more than me and more than, than all kinds He's of like, bitch, I don't, bitch, I don't love you. Like you, you, that's, a, that's, <laughs> you, know, that's... you, you peg me. And how is this love? Yeah. Like, I, you, I never get to yeah. be at the top. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you jumped the gun on that one, baby. This ain't love. You, 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 you no. And the only person that it could have, that he cares so deeply about was Kaya Paka. Oh, snap. What? And, uh, Apaka knew where the base was because her son was in the resistance. Oh, snap. And so she sacrificed the 42 resistance people to save the 1200. Just like we were sent the first episode needs of the many something, something. Yep. Bada bing, <laughs> bada boom. And, uh, that's how it is. So now we got Wynn to lead us. Great. And he's like, Hey, it's the will of the prophets. We're going to need, she's going to need our help. Mm-hmm. Got to do something. Now is Kira going to keep banging this guy even though he lost? Even oh, though he yeah. pulled out? He's a loser. She loved it. She Boy, loved his, his pull-out game is on point. So yeah, it's, she, okay. she loved a dick. He's talented. 
Yeah, man. And, he he be he be know how you he knows how to work his tongue. He can shake her paw while he uh, goes down. Shabadi body, shabang bang. He be yeah. She be yeah. He gonna be. Knocking. I just wasn't sure if she was like just banging him because he might be a powerful man, you know, in charge uh, in of the, the whole planet. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, she already knows that. But you know, political he's, power. He's a powerful man in the bedroom. So there you go. Good episode. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Very relevant to today. Very relevant to today. I enjoyed so, it very much. What do you say, Jenny? We'll start with you. Oh, start with me. Um, all right. So I liked it, but it was uh, it was a little bit too political for me. Okay. Um, and I, like I said, I get confused with a lot of their names because they all just blend together if I don't I w- see the actual people. I would so agree with that. So <laughs> it, it starts, like, I start losing track of, like, what the story is actually doing. Wait, is Prylar his rank or his name? Yeah, I have, yeah. I have no idea sometimes. So, like, it was kind of a struggle for me to keep up with the story. Okay. And, of course, now it's been a week since I've seen it. So all right, that's my fault. I remembered fault. it okay. even less. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Golly, yeah. <laughs> Get over it. So, uh... Yeah, but it, it was s- like 25 years. All right, since Ben, I've seen please. <laughs> Jeez, shut up, Ben. You just watched it today. Well, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give it a six and a half. Okay. What I'll give you- it a strong seven. I'm going to give I, it a- I think it's kind of odd that you're saying that it's too political because we sat here and power watched uh, House of Cards last night. Yeah, but I see the people that are in the show and they have names like Frank Underwood, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Kaya Paca. <laughs> it's like, is Ty her name or rank? Yeah, I get what you're saying. All right. I get you. I get you. I mean, even on House of Cards, half the time I'm like, now who the fuck is this? Who I- that dude? Yeah. I get you. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to give it a seven as well. I'm going to agree with Ben. Good deal. I liked it. And then Dennis gives it a three. <laughs> Dennis is like, fuck you guys. This episode sucks. Y'all dumb. Y'all dumb up in her. I don't know what he would give it. I don't know. I like it, though. It was a good episode. So there you go. I, I like the political intrigue. I thought it was good, too. I, I, you know, the Bajor stuff is always fun, just learning more about the... I like, again, I like the world, I think, more than the seven main characters, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's very good world building. Like, I like this show almost... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, despite the Federation characters, everybody else yeah. is interesting. I can almost do without the Federation. Like just, well, you see how like this episode was very little Federation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, you you get that pretty routinely on this show too. So I dig it, mm-hmm. and I dig you guys. Aww. Aww. Let's tongue kiss. What three way? <laughs> <laughs> But there's no time travel. Uh, oh man, it's a bummer. You just really no, just space travel. Just ooh, time just or space. space, just space travel. So, all right. Well, that's the sh- that's the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Feel free to uh, subscribe and rate us on iTunes if you like it. If you don't like it, then shit in your hat. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I I think the first time I ever heard that phrase was when you said it, like in season one. Shit in your hat? Yeah. I think you're the person who taught me that phrase. My dad used to say that all the time. I like it. It was shit in your hat. And he would also tell me, 
uh, when I wanted something, I'd say, man, I wish I had that. And he'd say, wish in one hand and shit in the other. Yeah. I've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother used to tell me that all the time whenever I was missing dinner. And Sophie was my mom, Stephanie. I was way off. I said, Sophie and my mom, I put them both kind of together. So I don't understand what that means. I was like, well, wishing for things is kind of dumb. It's like, it's, it's pointless. So, but I always like that one. Yeah. But yeah, go shit in your hat. So there you go, everybody. That's the episode. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.